the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Guys, uh, before I get to talking about the Bo Cruise, uh, I want to get straight at this because um, I think when you look at just the pure evilness of people, I don't know if many of you heard about the former retired police chief, Andreas Probst, who was killed in Las Vegas by some stupid, ignorant kids. There's a video going around on Twitter and a lot of other different social media platforms right now. You see these kids in the car, they're laughing. They come up to this white Toyota, I believe, hit that car, and then they go further down the road and they see a gentleman riding his bike. And you hear him say, hit that mother, you know what. And they hit this man so hard you saw the impact of the windshield of the of this of Mr. Mr. Probst's body hitting the windshield and him falling and, and tumbling over the car. It looks like he it, it, it appeared to have hit his head and he died. Who's to say if he'd have got help sooner, he might still be living? I don't I don't know. But the pure barbarism. I mean, I said that name. I sound like Vlon. <laughs> barbarianism. Of, of what's happening in our in our nation and across the world today has to be stopped. And this is, Valon, troublemaker, this is why when I see officer-involved incidents, I don't really care because of this barbarianism that's happening to innocent people. It has to stop. Silly kids. It has to stop, Valon. Silly kids. He was a retired Bell, California police chief. He spent 35 years in law enforcement, Milan. He retired in 2009. His daughter, Taylor, you know how she found out? How? She got an alert from her dad's Apple Watch indicating that he had fallen. Think about that, Milan. Think about that. His Apple Watch, the same, you know. There's a, there's a, I don't, I don't have mine. Mine broke on me, but there's a, a life saving mechanism on there now. now and you, and, and we're supposed to be concerned when these animals, yes, I call them animals, go and do something like this. 
I'm sorry. What were you going to say, Vlad? Now, you know I hate loss of life. Yeah. You know you know that. The, I do. The audience know that. I, I stand against the death penalty, all of it. But, like, when the mayor says silly kids, he really means do these young people understand the value of life? And that's the question that needs to be asked. Do they understand what they are doing. Well, let's go down that rabbit hole real quick. Okay. You know, I got a new shirt that says, my rabbit hole has rabbit holes. And I'm, I never was a rabbit hole guy. <laughs> never went into the rabbit holes. But um, there's some some stuff on Twitter, man. There's, there's a lot of rabbit holes on Twitter. I've been on a, a lot more too, Verlon. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> you know, I, I never liked Twitter, but I'm starting, oh, oh, X is what X, it's called now. X. But let's, let's go down that rabbit hole. Okay. So do they understand I think when you look at it from the left's perspective, it depends on the issue, right? Yeah. Um, abortion, they understand, right? Yeah. Um, I think when it comes to gender gender reassignment surgery, um, they're supposed to understand, right? Right. Thank you. Say thank you for saying supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they're supposed to understand those things. But as it relates to crime, their minds haven't formed. Uh, and fully developed until they're, what, 24, 25, 20, 20 It changes yeah. all the time. Yeah. So if who are we to believe? What the mayor said? What the science actually says? Wait, wait, wait. The mayor is an, was a former educator. What does that mean? He you got might, dumb might. people that's in education? Dumb as a box of rocks? Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. I'm not that. saying he is, but I'm saying oh, okay. just because that doesn't matter. Well, he may have a special insight when it comes to children, uh, a variety of children, because we both have children. We mm-hmm. have an insight, but he's seen hundreds of children. Yeah, you all, you know your children, right? Right. You, you know, know which children. one you can leave home with all the rest of the right. kids and which one you can't, right? Right. And him, and him being a former teacher of, okay. hun- of hundreds of kids, I can see that. he might have a certain insight that he... He understands that they just oh. don't know the consequences. I understand now because real eyes, real lies, oh. real lies, right? Oh, oh, now I get it now. I, I forgot why. about that. <laughs> I forgot I about that one. I didn't. But you know, can you imagine your dad's killed by these idiots because they think it's fun? Can you imagine that, Vlad? Street justice. You already know I'm going to revert right one second. Street justice. Yeah. I don't want to tell the police nothing. <laughs> well, that's what, uh, isn't that what happened? Where was that? What state was that where the father, um, daughter was raped once, oh, twice? Was that was that and, Virginia, right? Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. Y'all can just yeah. um, pardon him? Yes. I'm sorry. I believe in that. Took a year and a half, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe in that justice. I, I really do. I'm sorry. I, I, I really do. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Good luck finding him, you know, because, I mean, didn't his father, like, go and, and, and try to, 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 to protect his daughter from this trans? Yes, he went to the school, then he went to the uh, the teacher-parent meeting, and he got took out in shackles and handcuffed and pants down like he was a thug on the corner. People saw his underwear. He got embarrassed and then got charged with the case. Because he was trying to protect his daughter. Because he was trying to protect his daughter. Which the school government did not protect. No. They protected the, the criminal. Yeah, because he then went on and did it somewhere else, right? The, yes. The trans person. He went to the next school and did it at the next school. They were protecting the offender. So we don't see a problem here? Well, I do. America, you don't see a problem here? 
we're allowing this stuff to happen within our schools, get them out of public education. Because I don't, I don't, have, I don't have that concern where I send my girls. I don't have to worry about a trans person um, potentially being in the locker room with my, one of my girls because we don't tolerate that. You know, that word tolerate, tolerism, to- tolerance. You know, the party that was once of tolerance is only tolerance of their own opinions and views, correct? Well, it's, it's moved far past tolerance. It went to acceptance. Now you Can you tell to... I'm angry today? Yes, I do. And I'm glad. I need, I need you to perk up. I I'm do. angry. I'm, I'm really angry about what's happening to our country. Did you hear about the California trans custody bill? No. Huh? No. What's that? Okay. From CNBC. Under the proposed law, parents who fail to acknowledge and support their child's gender transition, look at me, I can't even speak, could face potential consequences, including the loss of custody rights to another parent or even the state itself. The bill supporters argue that it is in the best interest of children aiming to create a more inclusive and affirming environment for gender diverse youth. What sane person would want to remain living in California? Well, you know, when, when you know New York, California, Illinois, there, if it happens in one of those states, it's going to come to the next state. Right. It's like they all figure they're trying to out progressive each other or yeah. regressive progressive. And I, I was listening to the, the, my um, my intro. I mean, um, what's it called, Half Daddy? My um, what? my during the week when they say listen to black Wait, and promos. Right, promos. I was listening to my promos, and somebody said to me, "Why do you say regressive?" progressive i said because they think they're taking us forward but in their progressivism they're taking us back to a time because that's that's who they are that's their ideology that's the left's platform they want to go back to it they want to go back to a time you know a lot of people think that the left and and the democrats are trying to stop racism no they're not they want to go back to that yeah they this is their messaging racism abortion trans now They have a three axes of evil, in my opinion, that they're going to push in this election in in 2024 and beyond that. And and I said it on a boat last week, Villan. It's because of our education system that has prepared these kids to accept a lot of this garbage that's coming down the pike. Where am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong. And the word, instead of saying racism, it's multiculturalism. See, they put everything in a category, like you said, trans, when it comes to the race, when it comes to whatever, whatever category, it's multiculturalism and it all falls under the auspice of culture. Mm. Wow. Culture. Right. You know what? Economics, none of that will mean anything. No. If we don't engage in the culture war. Steve Bennett said it right. And I hope that I don't know if we had that. Maybe we can look for it. We are at war, people. And you still want to play patsy and footsie. And they're decimating this country. Mitchell, hold the line. We'll be right back. Don't put your blame on me. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. Welcome back. Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. You know why a lot of this stuff is is, 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 is accepted, too? Why? Our, our, our own commander-in-chief. Did you hear? I, I was uh, on TikTok, 
And um, no, no, no. I, it, was, it was through the new news feed. And somebody had posted audio of the commander in chief, Belon, speaking to a child like this, unaware that he's being recorded. Listen. You're one sexy kid. Don't tell mommy what I told you. You got it? You're one sexy kid. Tell me an adult that speaks to that like that to children. Now, nowadays, a lot of them. You, you, you still think you, you a man of the past, man. Me and you, we we don't talk to kids like that. No, no, they do now. You know what? I'm gonna bring them on, Jim. That's your president. Yeah, that's your that's president. That's your president talking to a child. You're one sexy kid. I Not didn't vote for him. He was recorded, Jim. What's up, brother? Jim, you there? Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah, hey, hey, gentlemen, how are you? You know, the, the prosecutor missed one thing on her hunter. He, they forgot his fishing license. Oh, I guess he was stoned. He was stoned with, the, with some trout up there in Delaware. Okay, hey, Jim. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to let you push that off, though. Yeah, uh, that's your president talking well, to a child saying what they're was sexy. The question? Yeah, play it again. Can we? Can we? Can we play that audio again? Uh, what is he? Well, first of all, no, no, hold on. Don't tell mommy what I told you. Wait, wait. You were talking. You were talking, Jim. Listen, Jim. You're one sexy kid. <laughs> who said that to children? I mean, that's the first time Jim's ever heard that. Jim, <laughs> who talks like that to kids? Each impediment is a kid. So extemporaneous, he has a tough time. If you're, you've got a speech impediment, extemporaneous. Oh, no, no, you heard that. You heard that. You heard that. You heard that clearly. Who's talking about me? There you go. What did he say? What did he say in here? Tell me again. Wait, wait, wait. What did he say? Tell me what he said. I don't know if they heard You're one sexy kid. Don't tell mommy what I said. He's he, talking like a 10-year-old. Oh, well, you're not pushing that baloney. You're for Pete's Jim, sake. he said it. You're one sexy kid. Don't tell mommy what I told you. <laughs> he didn't know he was being recorded. He thought she was taking pictures. You're one sexy kid. Yeah, I know. I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna say that as president of the United States. He's not gonna until he's uh, see. It doesn't uh, matter. It doesn't matter what he says or what he does. You guys on the left are gonna excuse it. it he, he can go into a store. He can go into a store and rob somebody at gunpoint. You're gonna say, well, you know, he, you know, he, he didn't know. He didn't know. He's, he, he didn't know he's what he's he was not doing. all there mentally. So right, Jim, Jim just hung up. Yeah, but you know what? When Trump did stuff, we we called Trump out. Yes. We call him out when he did stuff. But you can't call Biden out. Just watch it, Philon. I'm telling you right this. I'm telling you this moment. Watch the difference. If this impeachment inquiry, if it goes forth and they, they, they actually start the impeachment, watch the media because Biden has already signaled the media Listen, I'm talking mm-hmm. 2020. I'm talking Hunter Biden's laptop. And there was a campaign called the Biden campaign that orchestrated a letter from 51 Intel officers. Mike Morell, former deputy director of the CIA, who was on the Biden campaign, was the impetus for it because Biden needed a talking point in the presidential debate. Biden campaign advisors like Andrew Bates, uh, Anthony Blinken all helped to coordinate it. A yep. CIA official allegedly solicited signatures. They were instructing the Intel community what to do. It sounds like now they're instructing the media. It's, it's amazing. Isn't it the goal of the Democrats in the last 24 hours? I mean, first, first of all, of course, the reaction of people like Chuck Schumer, just a, the out, outraged, outraged that anyone would use such a device. 
from the mouth of somebody who's been using precisely such a device throughout his political career against his opponents. Uh, but yes, I mean, the problem is not the media not looking into this enough. Uh, the problem is the media hasn't looked into it, most Amen. of the media in this mm. country. You know, it's only now that papers like the New York Times and the Washington Post are catching their readers up to things they should have known about three years ago. You know, so the gall of the administration saying to the media, you need to look into this. Yes, the media does need to look into this. It should have been looking into it for years. And to the extent that there are still about 40% of people in this country who don't know about this story, that 40% should know. Are you kidding me? You're directing the media? We got that Schumer out here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was Schumer? Is it up there? Yeah. Is it Top up there? Top left. Oh, yeah. And then listen to Schumer. Remember, these guys are just idiots. Listen to what he says about the impeachment inquiry. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better not go off on these chases and uh, witch hunts. The bottom line is, as we've said, you can only accomplish keeping the government open in a bipartisan way. <laughs> Wasn't this the guy, the leading cheerleader for the both Trump impeachments? Yes, one of them. It was yeah. a bunch of them. Yeah, right? Miss me with all. I'm, I'm, dude, I told you, I'm fired up and I'm ready to go. And no, uh, don't forget her. As the distinguished chairman said, uh, there's no requirement that we have a vote. And so we, at this time, we will not be having a vote. And I'm very pleased with the thoughtfulness of our caucus in terms of being supportive of the path uh, that we are on in terms of fairness, in terms of seeking the truth, in terms of upholding the Constitution of the United States. The left's all outraged because Speaker McCarthy has started this impeachment inquiry uh, without a vote. Well, Nancy Pelosi... You laid the ground rules for this. This is what this is what I this is what I be this is what I'm talking about. If the Republicans could ever go on offense instead of always waiting for the Democrats to do something, go on the offensive. Go after these people. We are at war. Vlan? These people are comical and they're two faced. Yeah. Because just a couple of years ago you were doing the same thing. Yeah. Now you're offended? Oh, my God. Or, or you got your head in the air like, no, this is beneath us. These people change at the drop of a dime. They just flip. Heads or tails, which one? It's all the same. It's insane. Mitchell, what's up, brother? Just playing. Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? How's um, it going? First, first of all, for Lon and John, uh, on Biden, you got to realize one thing. Going back to FDR, the Kennedys were known for questionable affairs. Okay, not just from Kennedy's. I'm talking about from Bill Clinton. They all have a free pass to do whatever they want, whenever they want. And it's been well documented in the public domain that sloppy Joe Biden is a sick son of a. You know what I mean? <laughs> Weird. Thank you for not saying it. And when you, caught, when you caught on right there. That clip shows you that he has no. He's been doing this. It's a. It's a behavior pattern, Daddy O. Yeah. He's been doing this for decades. Yeah. And they, they, they give him a free pass. And here's the thing: you guys talked about the opening of the show about not having any consequences to your actions, Verlon, about these kids. Yeah. There's no. They don't care. They're so amoral that on Wednesday, this is me. On Wednesday, I'm driving. I'm in a northwest suburb. This is a true story. I come up against a school bus from the high school, right, in this neighborhood, and I'm on a long light. They start throwing rulers and rocks at my car, like, unsolicited, like, just out of nowhere. And they think it's, a, it's hysterically funny, right, to cause damage. Now, yeah. they will do anything, John and Verlon, without accepting any consequences to the behavior. And you've got these nutjob teachers in the public schools, these nutjob radical 
fat slobs that are beholding them. Because here's what happens in high school. You start getting attention because you're transgender. All of a sudden, guess what? You're, you're incentivizing behavior. It's behavior modification done on purpose. Do you hear what I'm saying here, Daddy-O? It's a sick problem. Well, you know, I was listening to Dennis Prager the other day. I believe it was Friday. And he said, this is the problem. We are judged by our behavior. You know, is it is it it's our actions. It's not it's not it's not what we do, it's what they're taught. What they're taught. And then they do because this is what they're taught. Yeah. People don't just don't do these things. You know, so so what's what's the result? How do you stop this? Can we start a campaign to defund public schools? Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, to defund these schools Uh-oh. that teach this nonsense. Oh, hold on. You want to defund public schools? Yeah, I want to defund public schools. At what threshold, though? That's the problem, is is making consensus on something like that and having it be practical without causing more harm is a political minefield. Well, right? how about so we you'll just, never get it. Well, how about we just provide school choice, Milan? Oh, they, they've been trying that, you they, they've been trying that forever. You yeah. fascist, I am. you wanting free thought and options. I am. So when I when I when I served as as a state rep, I literally had school choice. Yeah. We were homeschooling one of my kids. One other, another kid was going to um, public schools, and then we had one in private school. Well, you know what though, it may be too hard to defund public schools at the local level, but how about defunding the Department of Education? How about eradicating the Department of Education? <laughs> All these Republicans that keep saying they, this is what they want to do, I never see any movement or action on it. Glenn Michael Eduardo, hold the line. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. Marvin won on the Bow Crows, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to beat a dead horse, huh? No, no, no. It's not dead. <laughs> you want to keep it going. I want to keep it going. Because I can't believe you chose George Michael. I love him, man. I love him. I love him. I, I'm not going to let him go. So That horse is like Ronald Reagan. It lives in our hearts forever. That's, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right off, Daddy. Um, so, a couple things. Did you hear about the assassination attempt on uh, RFK Jr.? No, I didn't. Now, that's a new one. Uh, you, I know they were predicting that it may happen. Uh, somebody act, asked him uh, and asked Trump. They uh, they asked Tucker, both of them. Tucker posed it to Trump, I believe. Huh? I think Tucker said it yeah, about t- Yeah, Tucker Trump. Tucker said it to Trump, and then someone else asked um, uh, uh, RFK. And yeah. now it happened? They said somebody, I saw the video. Some guy was, he looked to be dressed like a U.S. Marshal or some undercover cop or something. And uh, he was he had weapons and everything on him. I mean, dude, that's that's scary. Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> that's scary. And then Texas, Ken Patton acquitted for the impeachment. You know, the Attorney General for Texas. Oh yeah, I heard that on the way All in. Sixteen counts. Everybody. I mean, it was unanimous acquittal. Whoa, that now that's awesome because he was counts. set up to go down, man. Yeah, he was yeah. set up to go down. Yeah, that, that's the the Bush the Bush part of um, Texas that. That was trying to take him out. See? The establishment. You know, you know who he who ran against last time, right? Who? Prescott Bush. Mm. Yeah. See? Yeah. Put it, make it, it, make, it makes sense, doesn't it? Wow. All right. So, Milan, all right, I'm going to get to you guys' calls, I promise. Um, I was driving in. I need a 120 life after this. 
I was driving in. I was listening to the Progressive Station. Uh-oh. And they were just gushing, just goo goo gaga over the great job. Not good job. <laughs> great job. <laughs> That President Biden has done, in their opinion. Um, so it led me to, I'm, and I want I want you guys to call in. Do you believe President Joe Biden has done a great job? If so, please explain. Tell me how. What is it that he's done? Because when I, as I look to buy eggs, as I look to buy, because I'm always talking about eggs. I love eggs uh, because they're a lot more expensive now. Um, as I go to fill my car up. The gas is a lot higher. Uh, see, he made they, they they and they were saying that he's done a great job with our foreign policy. In in foreign policy, are you? Did, did they forget Afghanistan? Did they forget? Oh, I can't. There's wait. a war between Russia. I can't and- wait till you let me in because I'm gonna. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. Gonna, go I'm ahead, gonna. Go I'm ahead. gonna one up you. Go ahead. Please do. I want you to. You talking about you listen to progressive radio? Now I talked to Sean like two days before the boat cruise, and I talked. He's the only other person that I talked to about this. Me and my brother had a big. You know, uh, engagement, but I would call it an argument because we always end up arguing. Entanglement? Yeah. We always end up arguing <laughs> when we talk about uh, politics. And he will never say anything bad about a Democrat, right? So I said, Trump was near near perfect in my book over every other president. He kept 32 promises when other, other presidents barely keep two. So I say, name me anything good you see about Biden or bad. He wouldn't say anything like bad about Biden, but he would point to one thing, one thing about Trump. He said Trump did bad when he came to COVID. Okay, oh, I said, I said, you know, uh, nobody knew what would happen when it yeah. came to COVID. He said, but a Democrat stepped up. He, I, I had a loss for words. By mandating us? Wait, yes, I lost, I lost it. I lost it on the telephone. A de- that will stick in my craw forever. A Democrat <laughs> stepped up. And forced. And forced this vaccine on the American people, max people, kids, especially black kids, lost two years of education. Yeah. They'll never get back, dropped out, disappeared from the school education force. And you said a Democrat stepped up? Wow, that ended the whole conversation for me. And you still won't say anything bad about Biden. You you went to the worst thing and made it the best thing. Right, right. A Democrat stepped up. The things that Trump did wrong with COVID were because he he was too far closer, uh, too far uh, to the left on that. Yeah, he was too close to what the Democrats were trying to do, and he went along with all the Fauci nonsense. But the thing about it is, nobody knew. Nobody knew this thing would right. do what so it did. Air on the air on the side of intellectual freedom. Air on the side of being able to choose your own. Like Trump could have done something to help people choose their own treatment. No, but you know what? You know Trump what? Most, what, but but but, but you know what? But you know what? A lot of black people that when I argue about this go back to well, Obama had this program going on that was um, investigating Corona, was testing Corona, and I said, well, that still isn't COVID. Yeah, but Trump didn't mandate anything. No, what 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 they're trying to say is he he took that funding away and it stopped the testing when it came to Corona. Us funding testing with coronaviruses is probably what brought about this. There it is. So there it is. That's that's an ass backwards argument. Yeah, and and and, and it was proven that it was it continued to gain of uh, yeah. That? Gain of function, but can you understand that I lost my mind? I couldn't yeah. even go into all of the stuff that oh, we shit. know. See, so Valon, when he said a calls. Democrat stepped up, Valon, I'm supposed to take the calls. I'm sorry, you, well, you know what, I, I, man? You you put me on that road. <laughs> Definitely don't bring up plausible deniability with federal funding going through universities. <laughs> this is true.
This is true. That is true. Villan, you know what? You owe an apology to the callers. I apologize. But the only other person I could talk to was Sean Thompson about this. We, <laughs> we both was losing our mind on the telephone. Uh, it was it's insane, man. All right, guys. You're listening to Black and Right. I promise as soon as I come back, I'll clear these lines. You guys have been holding, been very patient. You're listening to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. We'll be right back. This show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. Did I get you going, Troublemaker? Yes, you did. <laughs> and, and I just want to say one thing, one more no, no, thing. No, 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 hold that. Let's get the call. Oh, I promise okay. we go straight to call. All right, all right, all Glenn right. Glenn from Oakbrook, thanks so much for holding. Yeah, hi guys. You, you know, a lot of every every day in the news something is bad. You know, I was reading about the defendants uh, being acquitted for the Michigan governor's yes. kidnapping thing. Some of the defendants were, which is good. And and then I read Penny Pritzker has been appointed to help oh. with their <laughs> yeah. economy. Yeah, and everything. And you know, when you look at all this, uh, we've lost a moral code. What happened to our moral code in this country? And where are the religious leaders trying to? get back the moral code into the fabric of society. Because if we don't have a moral code, we're going to be doomed as a society. That's true. So, That's true. That's exactly what Dennis Prager was talking about the other uh, uh, Friday. I think it was th- Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you know Ty? I mean, he's on uh, Cities 92.9. I'm watching his show. <laughs> I just told him, I'm watching your show while I'm doing my show. <laughs> uh, let's go to Mike from the show. Show. show, show. Gentlemen. Uh, join the pleasure. Thank you for taking my call. The um, You guys started out by talking about the whole transgender issue, and I have to agree. We are at war, and the American left has gone crazy. Hmm. I mean, anytime a federal judge in, in Maryland says that parents can't uh, opt their kids out of, of uh, LGBT uh, curriculum, and apparently the, the attorney general in California thinks their parents should not be notified when their kids use different pronouns at school. And now we have our um, Secretary of State here, um, Ale- Jun- Alexi Janulius, uh, defending parents? queer. Random You mean random? I made a, I made a hoodie. God. I, said, I said just a random parent. <laughs> I made a hoodie off of it. Go blackandrightradio.com if you want to get it. Awesome. Uh, just a random parent. Uh, Mike, I'm sorry we missed yeah. you last Saturday. Yes. You know? Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I I feel stupid about this, but I swear I could not find the doc. Oh, wow. did, you didn't just go to the bar or restaurant and say, "Hey, where's Doc J?" Ooh, out. Sorry, Mike. I love you. <laughs> I I know, I know. I well, I got there. When I got there, I, I think I, I went to the other side of the harbor. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, Mike, thanks so much for calling. No. Thanks so much for listening, brother. I appreciate you. And thanks for coming out. Yeah. Sorry, you missed Thank the you. boat. Uh, this guy didn't, Eduardo. <laughs> he came all the way from Tampa. What's up, man? Us. Oh, yeah. How you doing, brother? Did you enjoy Tampa, yourself? Yeah. I had a great time, yes. Hey, Eduardo tell, I the people, this- Eduardo, tell the people just how much of a good time we have on that boat. Oh, we have a great time. That's like my second time on there. Everybody's so friendly. Yeah. I got to meet uh, Bob from Buffalo Grove, some of the regulars on the, on the radio. It was great. Yeah. Thank you for the food and the drinks. And it, it was great. 
And I want to tell you, thank you. all the way till sunset. And I, oh yeah, we, I would too. Thank you for the refrigerator magnet, and thank you yeah. for the bottle opener because I'm going to put that to you. I brought some goodies. Yeah, I brought some goodies, not just for you guys, but some of the people where you had the food. I brought uh, some goodies from some of the networking events I attend to, so I just dropped them there and for people to take. Nice. So. All right, so what yeah. what do we owe yeah. the honor of this call, sir? Because you always give us new information. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm glad that the guys, uh, thank you guys on the phone for talking about the Michigan men that were cleared and then Mr. Paxton being cleared too. It's a bad week for, uh, for Democrats as far as, uh, on the judicial front because Do- not only that, but Dodica was defeated. You know, Jesse Garcia, Jesu Garcia and AU- AOC having this little meeting over there in New York. While we have 2,000 illegals from, is that pronounced Senegal? Senegal or something like that? Senegal? Senegal, Arizona, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, Senegal, okay. yeah. They were dumped in uh, Arizona, yeah. So this president is not providing the security, uh, not only on immigration but on crime. Uh, but he's doing such a good job, security. though. You see what right. happened in uh, Las Vegas? They're writing down people's information because everything they can't even cash out over there in uh, Vegas. Did you hear about that? I heard a little yeah, bit I about did. it. Yeah, but but Eduardo, uh, I was listening to Progressive Radio. They said Joe Biden is doing such a Great job. Oh, my God. You all are just oh, yeah. lighting a fire under me. I heard it, too. I, I, I tune in like the last hour. I don't know if you were tuning into the same one, but I, I tune into the last hour. And uh, there was one interesting call who was nervous that the Democrats are not doing a good job on immigration. He says the fascists are going to define, are going to be taking over the immigration issue. You know who he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't listen to uh, that. I, yeah, I, was, I probably was here by that. Yeah. Too. Well, thanks so so much, Eduardo. Man, it was thanks so much right, for coming guys. out on the cru- on the cruise. We Thank really you appreciate. Very much, it. Yeah. All right, let's go to Robert. Robert from Bloomingdale. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up? So, Joe Biden. Where, where do I begin on this guy? Want to talk about the now Hoover uh, now Biden bills, which used to be Hoover bills, or I want to talk about not giving money to the, any more money to the Ukraine because it's being misappropriated. We don't know where the money's going, and if we're not careful with military advisors there, we're going to wind up with another Vietnam or Korea. What do you think? Uh-oh. Hoff Daddy is the expert on yeah. this war. Uh, he, he's following it from some uh, Telegram accounts, right, Hoff Daddy? Uh, well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a 19-year-old Uzbeki kid um, on Telegram, <laughs> and I VPN into to Uzbekistan. But, and it, you know, it's hard because it actually a lot of it has to be translated, but Russian military bloggers are giving some of the most honest and accurate appraisals of what's going on. And uh, I think at this point, if you're a fan of, uh, I don't know, sovereignty, self-determination, um, self-defense, uh, castle doctrine sort of stuff, then then you have to kind of be rooting for uh, Ukraine to uh, to preserve itself. Yeah. And uh, right now, can we get can we get which, the European not, country it, the, involved? Though the, the, the idea that it's going to be another Vietnam, we're not there. We're selling people weapons. Um, and make no mistake, we're not giving these things away. They're, they're going to pay for them. Yeah, but can we can can more of European countries get involved there? That would be very nice, and that's something that Trump was screaming about with NATO. Yeah, we'll be right back. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony. I'm his co-host, Verlon Galloway, the troublemaker. And uh, John's giving me the privilege of putting a bow on this conversation. 
with me and my brother. Now, this is another thing that stuck into my crop. My brother said that he he questions Donald Trump's judgment because of the people that he surrounded himself with. And you know, you hear you hear Sean talk about this a lot. But yet you don't question Joe Biden's judgment. None. No, I, I, I just, it, it, it is irks Joe me. Is Biden that, actually making any judgment right now? That's true. But the thing about it is, I cannot extract a, a, a bad word about a Democrat. And you know who the president is. You voted for him. You won't say one bad word about him. He's doing great. His judgment's great. I mean, Afghanistan, great. COVID, great. Uh, wh- whatever, whatever debacle that he's in front of, it's always great. Just like uh, John said that Eisencraft was talking about earlier, he's doing great. I mean, you know, the, the, the president's just doing great. But yeah, Donald Trump, you question his judgment. I'm telling you, people of the left, and I'm going to keep harping on black people. Black people have drank, drank the Jim Jones Kool-Aid. <laughs> I'm sorry, they have, because they will excuse anything, just like Cream Puff Jim. He couldn't stand <laughs> up to the question. Yeah. He, 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 I've never heard him totally hang up. the question. I've never heard him hang up in the middle of a conversation unless he gets it all out and he didn't even care about getting it all out no. because he couldn't answer the question. Yeah. Yeah, he called to to give another comment and he was to be fair, he was on the phone before we made a lot of those points. So he was responding to something that that you know, he didn't call about. Uh, they one track minded trying, trying desperately not to respond to something <laughs> he didn't call about. Then you're not a counterpuncher, you're not a debater. You just you you're just a tagline. You just call in because you just want to quote the talking points of the day on, on your side of the aisle. You're not a you, you're not a true talker. So so man, get out of here. Th- these people can't stand up to scrutiny. We can beat them. We have them on the ropes because we have our thumb on the pulse of the issues until we give it away. You're you're right. How how do how do we give it away? Well, how do you think we're going to give it away? Uh, well, we, we have constantly fallen into, and I say we as just a, a conservatives in general, have constantly fallen into the traps laid by progressives. So it's, it's you know, oh, they bring up a thing. And, and the trans thing is, is classic case. Um, they make something an issue, and then they stake out what, you know, at least they can. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who you made it? No. Who, who made um, it an issue, George? Who made Cause, cause Progressives. I, I'm saying <clears throat> progressives. Make something an issue, right? And then they they form at least what they perceive or what they project to be a moral high ground on that issue. And then when you stand up for common sense or say just decency, human decency, and it oppose puts you in an opposite position to what they have already staked as a supposed moral high ground, they have the media, they well, have the narrative. Well, I, I'm not gonna we listen. Keep falling into those traps I, instead of just going, okay, yeah, that's all well and good. Hey, how about the national debt? We need to keep coming back to issues that actually. Matter. Well, what we're gonna do? We're gonna go straight into that <laughs> in the next hour. I'm glad you. Brought, I'm glad you brought <laughs> that up. Welcome. But listen, they pushed the issue. It was already an issue. This trans stuff was underground back in the day, back in the 70s. You know, you know when they had the ballrooms. It was all. It was already Club there. 54. All of it, all of it. You were talking about your brother. So you have a sibling, right? So he's older or younger? He's he's younger than me. So so if he was pushing on you and you were, you know, let's say when you were, you know, 12 and he was six or whatever, you know, he's pushing on you. If you just let your hand go, what happens? Falls flat on his face. And that's exactly what we have to do with these issues. Get back to what they're doing is they're taking time and energy and attention away from what actually has to be done. Well, I mean, like I said, it was already an issue. Ronald Reagan spoke to it back in the day as far as morals, 
You know, that's why he didn't engage on the AIDS thing when it first came out. You know, I'm it, okay for the government shutdown, though. I told you. Oh, we're going to talk about you it. You know I'm on record with that. Oh, yeah. I, well, it's not global this time, so I'm okay, too. But you, we putting the horse before the carriage. I want to talk about that second hour. Hey, that's listen, a good perfect segue. Okay. But but it's an issue, George. It was an issue already. Second hour, coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita. I write what I live, my life in the speaker. I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back. Hour two of Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. If you missed that first hour, head over to 560TheAnswer.com. Head over to the podcast section. Click on Black and Right Radio. Download the podcast. I'm telling you, um, you, you can listen to this show no matter where you are. Sorry, senor. A <laughs> uh, little YouTube comment joke. Um, Valon. Yes. Yeah. Well, before that, head over to blackandrightradio.com. I got a lot of new merch. I got 200 some items up there now. That's awesome. Yeah. I got, and then there's a lot more coming. I'm just waiting for the designs and stuff like that. But go ahead, Valon. You wanted to talk about. I want to talk about this new debt crisis that no one's talking about. Okay. Now, when no one's talking about it, that's when your spidey sense needs to go off. You know, your radar, your gaydar. You have to understand that wait, everybody's a part have, of it. Wait, wait, what is gaydar? It's a homosexual debt conspiracy. <laughs> this affects everybody. You understand? Everybody has a hand in it. You know, but, but jokes aside, though, last time they were talking about old people weren't going to get their social security checks. Of the course. Med- the Medicaid wasn't going to get paid. You're not going to get your medicine. It's a global crisis. Oh, it's the worst thing ever. Now nobody's saying anything. See, I'm more worried now than I am than I was then. You know, my heart went out then because, you know, I have a lot of people in my family that's on Social Security and I, I didn't, you know, they live check to check. You know, and, and landlords threaten to put you out in the street and everything else. But now nobody's talking about anything. So you know what? I want the Republicans to hold out for some extraction. What? I want them to hold out. No way. Yes, I do. It's not a global thing anymore. Now it's an our thing. It's an our debt thing. I so agree, I, even though you're wrong. Yeah. Okay, well, you you, you, you feel free to, 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 to put your foot on my neck. No, no, it's not that. It's just that the reason Democrats don't want to talk about it is because their economic indicators that they would normally tout are already terrible. In the tanks. And they don't want anybody thinking more about the economy than they absolutely have to. Right. So well, they're going to try to formulate some sort of narrative, which is going to be man with R next to his name, bad, man with D next to his name, good. And it's they're going to do it at the last You know time. what? They're going to do it anyway. Yep. Now I don't care because there's no global thing, no global crisis going on. I want the Republicans to hold out and get some extractions. I want them to, like I said, in the first hour, defund the part the, the Department of Education. Why, why, why not just get rid of it instead of defund it? Well, first, you know, when you start talking, you, you, you defund it. Wait, 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 wait. You had some right. guests. You had some guests on your show before when I started talking about cutting these uh, departments off by the head, and all of you said no, 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 consolidate. 
Okay, well, I want to use a different word, defund. When you defund it, it can't harm you. Right, uh, at, 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 but you leave it on life support. Yeah, it's, it'll be on life support. It can't harm you immediately. Okay, then you can worry about just dismantling it. Okay, after that. What's the process in, 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 in um, eradicating a department? Because you're I right, mean, it's a it's it's a that's executive prerogative. I right. mean, you know, you can you can name a um, a secretary to that cabinet, and they they get affirm, you know confirmed by the Senate and all that. But if you basically eliminate the Department of Education, what you'll have is an education secretary who still exists, right? But now has no controls, great, and no constraints. Amen. So they're going to operate with whatever the you know previously appropriated budget is, without any of the structure to hold them back and and, and actually dictate what they do. So defunding has to be the first. Thank you. Step and and and, and guess what? Education goes back to the states where back it belongs. to the states. Well, that's the other thing is you need to at least in the short term replace some of that federal funding or you're going to completely screw school districts which have been forced to sort of conform to these um, models in order to accept this right yes. because yeah. otherwise yes. you're literally just making new victims out of them but you have to remove the strings that come attached to it when it comes from the uh, department of uh, education awesome but i, I st- i'm still shocked i'm you know because you know i'm i'm an advocate for Government shutdown. <laughs> yeah. I, I still can't believe I'm over here, you know, just in, in bewilderment that you um, actually agree. Now, I, I, I listen, it was a big old thing last time. It, it was just going to crush the United States last time. Now, I know backroom deals are trying to be made now of between course. Democrats and Republicans because nobody's talking about it. I'm more but, worried now than I was then. Yeah. But Vilan, let's go back, though. You remember. This arbitrary September 30th deadline was set by who? Do you remember? No. You no. remember before the Repu- Republicans were to take take control of the House, they made that deal. <laughs> Rubio. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and okay. Remember all those Republicans yeah. came and uh, Lindsey Graham? Yeah. And they made that deal and then they set this arbitrary September 30th yeah. deadline. Okay. You know, if they had just stayed out of it and allowed the Republicans to take control, we probably wouldn't be in this mess right now. Okay, well, you know, okay, you can do a... Uh, you know, uh, Huff Daddy, you, 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 you drew, I mean, well, during the break, we were talking about China and default on trillions of dollars of debt to U.S. bondholders. And, and it's, potential, it's sovereign, potential, potential default. Actually, it says they are in, currently in default on uh, its sovereign debt. The I, sovereign debt. I don't think um, the actual payment of those bond debts are due yet. Yeah. So it's it's they've declared sort of a default status, but they're not they haven't missed the payment. Yet. Yeah. And this all happened because of the Japan uh, Republic of China. There's a whole yeah, lot that of history behind this. The fight yeah. between them. And then once they lost, they defaulted on their sovereign debt, which right. is gold denominated. Right. Uh, yes. It's, right. Yes. And and they got into this fight. Uh, the, the Republic of China, the People's Republic of China. Mm-hmm. They then went to Ty- Taiwan. Correct. Well, yeah, so the nationalists went to Taiwan, and they're the ones we had sold the debt to, or right. bought the debt from in uh, the 30s yeah. to try to support them against Imperial Japan. And, and then we said, well, you know, these other guys, there's a lot more of them, and they have the big country. They're probably more likely to pay us back. We're just going to say it's theirs. Right. And, and it's, so, a, it's a total value at over a trillion dollars. Yeah. That's it, a lot it, of money. It didn't help us or uh, the communists in China. 
And it's it's like it's like twenty thousand people, uh, American, some that's the ABF, ADF, twenty thousand. They can they can ignore um, to a certain extent with an excuse. They can ignore a foreign investor. What they can't ignore is the fact that their real estate sector is completely collapsing, and that's like thirty percent of their economy. Well, George, uh, I need to call Sean to find out what this new debt crisis is all about. But you will be my second authority on the issue no what don't let me be i'm just reading up on stuff same as you well <laughs> well, well I, I still need to know what this new debt crisis cons- uh, it, what what it what what is it all about so do, so does everybody <laughs> the chinese are so opaque um everything is inter-party so it's it you know there it's everything is in closed doors and they're not going to release anything to even their own department heads never mind their public or the foreign public so what you're going to have is essentially um, indicators, stuff like, well, how do you tell if Chinese, you know, manufacturing is slowing down? Well, it is. Well, how do you tell? Well, because Chinese imports are down. They have to import raw materials in order to make things. And so if the imports are way down, they're obviously making less stuff. And then you can obviously tell how much stuff they're shipping to us. Um, they're, in, they're in deep trouble. They have front-loaded um, and sort of taken advances on their own economy for so long that they can't support it, which is the same thing we're doing with Social Security. It's it's a direct right. comparison, right? But they've done it with their entire economy, which is not good. Honestly, you it's know, it's not good for us either because talk, they need keep to buy talking our about Social Security. It's an easy fix to that. People are gonna the future recipients of Social Security are just gonna have to take a twenty five percent cut, or either you're gonna have to work longer. You just that take your it. pick. What? That won't fix it. Twenty five percent cut. We're just starting to pay for the baby boomers now, dude. Like, we're, yeah. Social Security is gonna deep six us. So it'll fast. be gone, man. So fast, and and the payments are going to outstrip at as as a percentage of growth. Never mind as a percentage. But, of but value. George, but but here's a question. See, did this this kick the can down the road scenarios that we continue to do? I mean, you name the president. It's, it's happened in both parties. We've done it so much, our feet are worn to. Know. Yes, let's how, how about instead of let's come out with some type of reform. Hopefully, Republicans are in control of both houses and, and the presidency next year, so we can really and 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 and. We gotta hold their feet to the fire. Well, you've got two basic options if you want to actually solve the debt crisis. One involves decades of austerity and um, common sense decision making, which our society has proved itself incapable yeah. of, of managing. And the other is hyperinflation. And I'll let you get to which one of the Democrats are trying of, to go for. Of course, they're the Democrats. Don't forget that. Villan, you know, I, I'm again. I'm still shocked that you are in in support. I'm in favor of a shutdown. Um. But I'm sorry, there's something that has to be done. But, but you know what? Debt is money, though, in, in, in a lot of these political circles. And, and that's one of the reasons why they really will never actually tackle and fix the problems. Problems, remember, never let, never let a good crisis go to waste. This is the Democrats' mantra. This is what they live for. This is who they are. This is what they believe. As long as there's a crisis, they have a voice. These if there are no crises, they have no voice. These government entities like the Department of, of Education needs to be defunded, shut down. We can use that money somewhere else. Oh, okay. From his lips. All right, Vlon. We'll be right back. I bring the fire, but you never seen her. I testify, I don't need a subpoena. They want my soul better go to Korea. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Got up and back to black and right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. I'm on the low. Making moves. 
Welcome back to Black and White with John Anthony. I am his co-host, Verlon Galloway, and I got something else stuck in my craw. Uh-oh. This this goes all the way back. I got back. the answer. This goes... No, nah, but you... Nah, nah, but I'm not going to say nothing, but you, I told you on the boat. I don't want to... We had somebody on the boat from New York, and he agreed with me, and he from New York. Wrong. Anyway. Wrong. Anyway. I got a beef with the hip-hop community. They've been celebrating this 50 years of hip-hop for months now. They celebrated it hard for a whole week all over FM radio, and I'm and I'm scratching my head. I'm thinking, I don't know any hip hop before 1978. Oh, oh not before 1978. I mean, uh, what Curtis Blow, or, uh, uh, Sugar Hill Gang, whatever. 1978, nine eighty. That's it. You gonna have somebody's gonna have to call in and tell me what single artist or rap group debuted in 1973. Cause it's, I know I, I know I went to CPS and my CPF CPS math might be a little fuzzy, but I think that's fifty years, nineteen seventy three. So somebody's gonna have to call in and tell me what artist or group debuted and was published in nineteen seventy three. And I got a challenge for, for anybody out there: if you can do it, <laughs> if you can do it, give out the number three one two six four two fifty six hundred. If you can do it, dinner's on me at Gibson's. Ooh. Freaking idiot. Denny is. So can I, can I say it and get my no, dinner? No, don't say nothing. <laughs> don't say nothing. Because <laughs> okay. I, I, I don't believe this audience will get that. Uh, let's see if Jim from South Elgin, sponsor what's of the show, Jim? see if he knows. I would love to go to dinner at Gibson's with Jim. Jim, what's up, buddy? Well, not much. I just heard your uh, conversation about the uh, economy and things. Uh, there's a guy running... I might have sent you the video. He's running for president of Argentina. Yeah, you did. And he had an interview with Tucker Carlson. And it's a great interview because this guy talks about how they've been spending all this money, doing all this garbage, and inflation is going through the roof. And so he's gravitating with a lot of people because they have to put the rain in. We're sort of seeing the same thing here with Biden. He talks exactly about socialism and communism and all this other garbage that's been going on down there. And people have had enough. And also, in a couple of weeks, I'd like to do a segment regarding New Mexico. Okay. Because when I heard about this, you know, last last week we played that recording from that governor. Well, there's been a whole bunch of blowback. And I did a little investigation. I said, you know, how's the southern border of New Mexico doing with uh, Mexico? Well, it turns out that four years ago, when this Marxist governor first was elected the first time, she took away the National Guard. And also what they've done is they've gotten rid of qualified immunity for the police and things. So they're not doing their job. They can be sued for a lot of things. So I want to have these people on so we can explain the details and how they want to kind of do that, and they're doing that here. And this is why this is dangerous uh, president, and it's got to be stopped. Yeah. And, and Mexico is essentially suspending the uh, Second Amendment right yeah, now. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I know. Pretty much. Uh, and and this, is your, this is what you were talking about, Jim, From just to give people context as, as far as what happened. The New Mexico governor basically suspended the Second Amendment rights. Well, I'll let you hear it in her own words. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. I know. If you took an oath to the Constitution, isn't it unconstitutional to say you cannot exercise your, your carry license? With one exception, and that is if there's an emergency, and I've declared an emergency for a temporary amount of time, I can invoke additional powers. I can. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath. What? is intended to be absolute. There are restrictions Uh-oh. on free speech. There are restrictions on my freedoms. In this emergency, 
This 11-year-old and all these parents who have lost all these children, they deserve my attention to have the debate about whether or not in an emergency we can create a safer environment. In an emergency, their constitutional rights. I took an oath to uphold those two. And if we ignore this growing problem without being bold, I've said to every other New Mexican, your rights are subrogated to theirs. And they are not, in my view. I can invoke additional powers. No constitutional right, in my view, including my oath, I just have to is intended to be absolute. What's scarier, the fact that she doesn't Ooh. think her oath is absolute or that she feels it's her constitutional right? George, I, 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 both of them, they're both scary at the same time. But guess what? It was a glimmer of hope. She was rebuked by the liberal media. Yeah. And even she David Hawke. Yeah, but she hasn't been laughed out of office. Okay. That is the appropriate but that's response all right. to that. She, she feels bad on the inside because her attorney general said no. Feels bad on the inside. Yeah, because her attorney general <laughs> stood clone. up and said no. Uh, can't do that. I oh got to uphold God. the Constitution. Jim, you Cannot sit there. Oh, he's gone. But, but, I mean, think about that, man. Think about that. Yeah. I said during the break, and I've said this on my show, what happened in the last three years was a test run. Yeah, they'll start making all these emergencies, thinking they have this power. They don't care if they don't even they don't they don't have to think it. Yeah, they know they have the powers, and they and they're going to do all type of things. They're going to create all these type of emergencies. I mean, where what you you don't think Lori Lightfoot would have would have or, or, or the or the governor here in the state of Illinois? Oh, the governor would have yeah. called for that. The governor, yeah, because I mean, how many people have been shot and killed? But see, I'm gonna tell you something about the governor. shot. I'm going to tell you something about the governor here. Now, she's supposed to be a lawyer. I don't know where she got her law degree from, but J.B. Pritchard really is a lawyer. That's why he took the steps that he did and got it passed through judges. Even though he put those judges in place that was going to favor him, he still did it. I, think, I hate to I say it. It gets overturned he to the did U.S. It Supreme Court. The legit way. I'm not going to say the right way. He did it the legit way. Well, how's it legit if he paid for the he paid for the the That's the Illinois. Judges. That's Illinois but, politics. That's what I'm saying it's not legit. Hey, well, you, well, people should have came out and voted. Right. Well, well, legit is relative. This is Illinois. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. He, George understands. He understands. He but, did it where they where they, you can't smack it down. No, he called. Listen, man. These, this isn't legit. The way they do business here in the state of Illinois, we just witnessed it in in the 2020 elections. Yeah, the end result needs to be legit, too, not just the process. Correct. That's hey, my point. It's a difference between legit and right. He did it legitimately, not right. You understand? You mean he followed the process. He followed the process. Thank you. The, the, process, Thank you. the which, process. The process, which is rigged. <laughs> hey, man, you Look, know, you I, I know it. we're impressed when J.B. Pritzker follows the process. Yeah. <laughs> well, people still been waiting on the science, though. Uh, no, a lot of people that have requested what what science he was using, he still has not released the science. He, he doesn't have to. He doesn't right. have to. Right, he does hate the science. Uh, I was going to say something. No, you, I said he ate the science. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. He was following the science, yeah. but it just it smelled too good. But I'm telling you, mark my words, they're going to use a crisis. They're going to use global warming. They're going to use guns. They're going to use, you name it. That They can even, to, to a point, if if a lot of these trans and in, in this LGBT community, they can do one for that too. A crisis to is whatever your, they, a crisis is whatever they feel it is. How it's, they define it is rel, relative to whatever but, they think. But let me go back. I'm done with calling the last election stolen. It was rigged. Mm. They used a system mm-hmm. that was rigged. Okay. Uh, that's why Trump called them election riggers. Well, okay. <laughs> even that's the system close. doesn't have to be rigged in order to be misused either. When you yeah. think about state, especially like Illinois and stuff. 
um, how many professionals, educated professionals, which would be sort of the class that would lead, you know, if there's if there's an intellectual revolution, it's more than likely going to be educated people. Yeah. Um, you know, how many of them are licensed by the state and beholden to that process in order to keep their livelihoods? It's a good question. So, I mean, it's just, it's all very, very nasty. Uh, let's, we got about two minutes. Let's go to Kelvin. Kelvin from Springfield, candidate hey, for the 95th state what's representative going on, brother? district. What's happening? What's happening, man? First, I got to say the boat trip was off the chain, man. Thank you, it brother. Was, it was Man, it was it was laid out great, great people on there. Man, met a lot of people on there, and you know that the uh, what was that Father Lee? Yeah, Pastor Lee. Yes, yeah, man. To, to, for him to go through what he's going through, man, and have you know time to pray for me, man. That that was really touching, and I appreciate that. Wow, you know, for sure. But now, reason I'm calling, troublemaker. Yes, Uh-oh. sir. Don't forget about Dolomite and Blowfire, baby. But they, but they weren't they weren't hip hop though. They they weren't hip hop. <laughs> oh, he twisted on me. <laughs> I got the names. Those I know who I am. I'm talking to John, not you, bro. I can't believe, dude. No. Okay. No. 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 But you know, you know what I'm upset about? You know what? I, you know wait, what I'm upset? You only got a minute, so let me finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. You only got a minute. You got 50 seconds left. Go, Kelvin. Okay, no, I was just I was just after the troublemaker squirming on me, man. They was one of the few the first rapped on records, man. What is no, he? no, he was a comedian. No, he was a comedian. No, he wasn't. Yeah. I know who it was. But but anyway, I'm still upset. I'm upset about something else. Our vice president, Kamala Harris, threw a 50 years of hip hop party dancing on the boat. I don't and, wonder why. And she cannot dance. No, it wasn't on the boat. It was I, at her at her residence. It looked like she was on the boat. No, it was at her residence. And guess what? Hey, I know I can't dance, but she a woman. She's supposed to be able to dance, man. <laughs> she ain't black. <laughs> she blackish. She's blackish. Hey, man. Thank you. Oh. Love you guys. All right, Kelvin. Thank you, man. Love you, brother. Oh, thank you. Love you. Oh, she ain't black. Yeah, she can't black. dance. She can't dance. Yeah, no, man. she has no rhythm whatsoever. <laughs> First time ever. It sounds pandering to me, Villan. Uh-huh. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, Jonathan, live in studio with the troublemaker. Okay, so Valon has a standing offer out there. Call in, 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. If you have the answer to what, Valon? Who debuted... Or was published as a solo artist or group rapper in 1973. I will treat you to dinner. He's saying this Gibson's. is the beginning of hip hop. Beginning of hip hop because the rappers have been celebrating 50 years of hip hop, and I'm saying it's a lie, a lie. Guys, but I would if, call in really quickly because he has not put a dollar amount on what that dinner is. Hey, so call in and, I mean, and buy, get a tomahawk steak. <laughs> He didn't I'm, say no take home either. Yeah, so. he didn't say no take home. Now, look, I've been to Gibson's. I mean, I mean, if you really want to do it up, the meal could go up to about three hundred a person. Most, y'all most, hear that? Most of the time, most of the time, it's around one fifty to to one seventy five. I mean, let you let you you know you want to eat a little bit. You oh, Verlon, you're in trouble. RB, call it. Oh, Verlon, you're in trouble. Oh, 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 oh. Let's bring him on, David from Lansing. What's up, brother? Hey, this is David in his car. Um, <laughs> I have the answer, but I don't have a complete answer. There is a song. It's a rock song. It sounds like a rock song, but the song is called The Rapper, I do believe. 
I'm not sure on the date, but it's mid-70s. Yeah, that's not the answer, though. Nah, that's not the answer. Close, but no cigar. Close, but, but that's not the if answer. If it's kind of rocky, only 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 yeah. people I will let you get away with that is Run DMC, and they came out in 1984. Yeah. Nah, I'm sorry, Lance. I would have loved to hang out with you over a state. Uh, and I want to tell, tell Mr. Gibson. Mr. Gibson, I'm not one of those black guys that eats a steak and runs out the door. I will pay for my steak, and I will pay for my guest steak They as well. know, because you're going to prepay. Wait, what? Where did oh, that come from? Oh, man. No, no, no. That was a, a true story about- Did you ran out on your- <laughs> No, no. True story. Uh, uh, me and the guys he was talking about it. That me and the guys was talking about it. I, I said I wouldn't tell, any, tell any more stories. Guy. Okay, wait. Hold that story. Okay. I, think, I think we have the answer. Uh, we'll I see. think we have the answer. We'll John see. from Bridgeport. Yeah, hi, John. And hey. Roland, you guys best first time caller. Hey, hey, I know who it is. Who? It's not Marie Osmond. <laughs> no, no. Nailed it. That's not no, that's not hip hop. Nailed it. That's By not that pl- pl- Play the song. Play the song. I, I would none of it's in the new system. No. That's that's not hip hop. John. The hip hop community won't even won't yeah, even but accept that's not that. It, but I love it. I love that, that answer though, John. That I awesome. love that answer. <laughs> Take care. You guys are the best. I right, love you, too. man. Uh, let's go to Kip. Kip, you got the answer? What's up, Kip? No, no, I'm just calling in, man, just to say what's up. It's but, been too man, long. I'm still going with Marvin Gaye, but, you know, <laughs> I would say it's probably maybe uh, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Beretta? Do oh, no, 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 uh, no, no. no. Uh, whatever, man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, back then, if you got anything, you got to really look into the, 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 oh, geez, now you guys are messing me up, <laughs> going back to all the, the, the disco hop days and yeah. all that, you know, before. Yes. You know, uh, Kip, that's, oh what, that's what we were talking about on the boat. Yeah. We had a guy from New York, and I said disco, and he was like, house music, because ballroom came out first, and that's where house music came from, the underground ballroom with the... With May the, I have spoken word, too? Because the, the, the very first... Well, can, I, can I at least say that, even though it's not it? Mm-hmm. Can I say this one? Go ahead. The Last Poets. Remember, they had they, they, they recorded their first spoken word album. Okay. And some consider that in 1970. Yeah, poetry. I did, a, I did, a, news, I did a, 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 a paper on this when I was in college. So that's how I, that's how I know the answer. Okay. Poetry. All right. Thanks, Kip. But thanks a lot, Kip. Love you, man. All right. Hey, RB, you got the answer. Call in. <laughs> Call in. <laughs> Call in, RB, from YouTube. Whatever. RB. Call Whatever. in. Can you I have give, the answer. Can I give a clue? Uh, oh, uh, no. no, ain't no phone of bros around here. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nobody's going to understand anything from this clue, but his sister's party. That's oh. all I'm going to say. His sister's party. Hey, man, that's a lifeline. Oh, that's hey, a lifeline. Larry, that's and a Larry lifeline. Elder would call that a lifeline. That's a lifeline. Okay. Yeah, well, Larry Elder isn't the governor of California, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't but, matter. But, but if he gets on that stage, he may become president or vice president. That's a free dinner. That'd be cool. The Gibson's RB. Free is Meh. it is it too early to start talking about the fact that this this election is essentially going to be us choosing a vice president? Yeah, I said that on both sides. Uh, uh, me, yeah. and John, me, uh, John, and I talked about that. Yeah. I'm not it's here every week. Comes so. down to the vi- it's, it comes down to who's running for well, vice president. Well, uh, although a Especially vice president on the Democratic side, a vice president has never won an election per se for the leading for the president. Ah, don't true. know. They they help Truman. Well, okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. You don't believe you don't modern believe, day. How well, about modern day? Now I know this might sound bad after the fact, but you don't believe Mike Pence evened out the ticket no. for Donald Trump? No. 
And people were like, well, we I got think a sound. A lot of people who were not going to vote who were like, OK, at least at least there's somebody with a sane head. Yes. Yes. Who were, who were like, no, Trump is way too over the top. They, they did vote. Yeah. For Mike Pence. Yes, it, they does, did. Does it help? Yeah. Yes. I don't think it pushes it over. The I don't top. think it helps in this cycle. Right. Yeah. But last it's a cycle, totally different environment. Last cycle, yeah, Who they, cares, they voted because they they know they have a competent in person. Twenty, they know they have sixteen. Rather, they have a competent person that's going to back up the president. Yeah, it helped a lot. Vilan, I can't believe out of all those calls, nobody had the answer. You guys are giving up a free dinner to Gibsons, and Google exists. And, and guess Google what? Exists. That's my point. And but guess no, what? Vilan looked it up and couldn't find it. Guess what? It's not. It's not just for this hour. It's to the end of the show. Oh, to the end of the show. Yeah. All right, guys, don't forget, free Gibson's dinner up to $300 on Vilan. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony. I'm Verlon Galloway, his co-host. And I, I got a question to ask. What did you think about our vice president's outfit? You know, she's a nice looking woman. She she's easy on the eyes. Don't you think she could have wore something more sexy? You know? At least Michelle Obama tried to be sexy from time to time. But but Kamala Harris, I mean, she she wears these outfits that doesn't show anything. I, I I'm a critic. I'm a critic when it comes to black women and how they dress. I mean that that what she was wearing on that boat was horrible. Horrid! Welcome back, John. No, no problem. Uh, um, what the heck? Dressing? What happened? Uh, did you see what she was wearing? I keep saying boat. Yeah, okay, oh. I, it looked it like a boat. Resident. I'm sorry. You the, go the, to the bathroom for three minutes, it becomes Verlon's fashion hour. <laughs> I know, I see the that. deck of whatever at her house looks like a boat. But oh. that outfit that she was wearing, I just it, it was not sexy at and all. The accessories were just out of line. <laughs> all right, let's Good see. Grief. Uh oh, Verlon. <laughs> Can Here we, we go, Vilan, please. Yes. Lincoln from Morris. Lincoln, Lincoln. what's up? DJ Cool Herc. Boom! Play the Boom! song. Play the song. Don't have it. We got to find it. Got to find the song. I got to hear it. it. Uh, that's him. Right, I got, DJ Cool Herc. But guess what? To it. We have your information. As a matter of fact, you know what? No, no. We're going to get your information. Yeah, get, get, give, your, it give your information. Oh, I know John from way back. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Give your information. Mary. Yeah, give we your, love you. People you, know brother. I'm a man of my word. Give your information to George, and guess what? We're gonna play that song before the end of the show. Somewhere in between this second hour and the third hour, hey, I'm gonna own up to it, just like I did with Mad Mac. When Mad Mac told me name a safe neighborhood, in, a black neighborhood <laughs> in Chicago, I said I couldn't do it. I did a phone a bro, a lifeline. I couldn't do it. So guess what, brother? It'll be me and you at Gibson's. I hope you're not a married man because we're gonna pick up some women. <laughs> I am, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to pick up a woman anyway. Tell, if, I'm spending, if, if I'm spending that much money, I'm going to pick up a girl. <laughs> just to drop her, just to say you could. Lincoln, you you the man. Thank you so much for yeah, calling. Thanks so up, much man. for listening. Uh, I'm not going to hang up. George is going to um, take down your information. All right, thank you. Uh oh, That's I, hey. I want to go to Gibson's. I told anyway. you that last week. This was him. I don't care. I don't care. I still believe it's a lie. I might it's have to. Not. I might have to pay, but I believe it's a lie. No, it's not. Africa Bum- Bombada. They wasn't in nineteen seventy three. No, he was in seventy four. Oh, seventy four. Yeah. Okay. Well, still, that's that's missing a year. But I'm saying, I mean, but no, 
What's his name with 73? I, I want to hear. Cool I just want to hear. All right. I just want to hear I, one right. song. One I, song. I, I, I tried to tell you you didn't want to listen to me. Hey, man, I spend money. I spend money anyway. I don't care. A lot, three hundred dollars. Hey man, that, that steak gonna be good. That's gonna be one of the best steaks I've ate. <laughs> I may have to come join you guys. <laughs> three hundred dollars. Me and Lincoln can split that three hundred. <laughs> and just, as a matter of fact, and I, and I hope he's still listening. You know, once we play the song, I'm sorry, we lost the, the show. I know, but I'm, I know. I'm, I, I hope if he's still listening, after we play the song, you're gonna have to call back in and let George know what de- what day you're free, and then I can. No, you just call him for that. Okay. Oh, yeah. well, okay. Well, I'll reach out and call. Okay. You call well, I don't know. I don't, no. You know, I'm not a phone abuser. That's yeah. why people don't, is okay uh, with me having a number. Villan, I, I want to hit something real quick. Yeah. Did you hear Congressman, who I think is going to either be running for governor or senator in Florida, Congress, Congressman Matt Gates call out your boy, Speaker McCarthy? Yes, of course. Listen to this, brother. On this very floor in January, the whole world witnessed a historic contest for House Speaker. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. The path forward for the House of Representatives is to either bring you into immediate total compliance or remove you pursuant to a motion to vacate the chair. We have had no vote on term limits or on balanced budgets as the agreement demanded and required. There's been no full release of the January 6th tapes. As you promised, there has been insufficient accountability for the Biden crime family. And instead of cutting spending to raise the debt limit, you relied on budgetary gimmicks Uh and rescissions so that you ultimately ended up serving as the valet to underwrite Biden's debt and advance his spending agenda. Mr. Speaker, you boasted in January that we would use the power of the subpoena and the power of the purse. But here we are, eight months later, and we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. That's how you know that the rushed and you know somewhat rattled performance you just saw from the Speaker isn't real. At this point, during Democrat control over the House of Representatives, they had already brought in Don Jr. three times. See that? And we haven't even sent the first subpoena to Hunter Biden. Power of the subpoena and power of the purse. Only thing the 118th Congress is known for. That's not happening. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've said this. I made a a Facebook post about it. I don't know if it was this morning or yesterday. If you think um, Hunter Biden's and and Joe Biden's going to get, you know, there's there'll be any criminal, uh, anything criminal charged against them. I got an island, uh, 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 an ocean (laughs) view. I'm through. I'm saying. I got this ocean view property in the city of Plano, Illinois, that I want to sell you. If you think that's going to happen, there are too many people implicated. Too many people on both sides of the aisle. This is how they get. They, this is how they've gotten rich. Foreign policy aid. That's the. That's how they, they've all sent their loved ones. They they were just the first people that indirect got caught. Indirect influence. Indirect influence. This is this is how it's happened for decades here in America. And you think these people are going to want to get caught up? There are people out there that know where all the dead bodies are. Hmm. And they'll make sure that this doesn't happen. I'm telling you. This is not I mean, don't get you don't let these people on the on the right get you all riled up thinking that something's gonna happen. They don't have the Can I say the BAA? They don't have the balls to do it. Woo. I'm telling you they don't. We'll be right back. Don't put your blame on me. 
And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Rookie mistake. Kanye was in the news last week. Oh, I heard, I heard about it. But you know, wow, he came on stage with a see-through. What? Oh, so you talking about something else? Yeah, I'm we talking about the fashion. Boat. I'm talking about Jesus, on the boat, Belai. Oh, when Kanye was was no, yeah, him boat. and his wife. Yes, they were on the boat. Oh, not on. Oh, she was boat. taking care of him on the boat. Who? Kanye's wife. You didn't. You wait. You, you didn't see that? No. Look it up. I won't talk about it. Just look it up. Well, I know what they were talking about on Berlin F- has decoupled from pop culture. Yeah, except no, for dressing. Well, it was clothing, listen, fashion. Uh, look, look, look. That's not pop Kanye culture. Came That's on, ladies' culture. Kanye came on stage. They were talking about it on XM with a see-through. You can see everything. Oh, ooh, okay. Berlin. Yeah. How many times have I talked about on this show, black Latinos are going to come out for the Republicans, I believe, hugely. Hugely. For the huh? Republicans? Yeah. Well, tell me how. I mean, how many times have I, I, you talk, said I discussed this? You discussed it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Listen to these these young bo- these young boys. They're Latinos, Latinos, not Latinx. <laughs> Listen to what they had to say. What up, everybody? Lou G in the building. Trump Latinos. Trump Latinos in the house. Hey, so so we've been getting a lot of emails from different labels, people trying to sign us, people offering us, people offering us thousands of dollars, hundreds and thousands of dollars to stop making this Trump music, but shall I tell them? We ain't going nowhere, baby. We you signed the Trump. I guess I'm mega. Now, they came out with a song. Uh, maybe we'll, I'll find it and we'll play it. Uh, talking about Donald Trump. I'm telling you, uh, I, I saw somewhere on social media where somebody said, uh, you black Republicans are stupid and ignorant to say, because of what's happening to Donald Trump, um, black people are coming out um, and they'll come out and support him. Well, I'm not saying that the black people are going on Twitter, TikTok and Instagram saying that. And I called this. I called it. I said it, Vilan. I said, if Trump get indicted, um, black people are going to feel some type of affinity to him. That's I'm because that's because they can relate to it. That's my point. That's my point. I called this and then I was told. I remember I was I was filling in for Dan one morning and when Amy and I were interviewing this lady, she's like, yeah, I, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I said, mark my words that that will happen. And guess what is happening right now? You have all these black people, um, women and men, Verlon, yeah, who are coming out to say, I'm getting behind Donald Trump, right? Look, Chris Rock said it best. If you indict this man, you lock this man up. I don't care if it's for a day. He's going to be the next Tupac. Yeah. And he and Chris Rock said that. And it's true. If they if this judge remands him, you know, you know, like Steve Bannon, he's out on appeal and yeah. other people out on appeal. If they remand him in any kind of way, he will be the next Tupac. Yeah. He he will get right, groundswell. Vilan, this is what I say to the progressive radio station that I was listening to on my way in. <laughs> um this is what this is how I feel. I think Senator Kennedy from Louisiana I, I think he summed it up succinctly, and here it is. Uh-oh, wrong one. Sorry, George, I did it again. <laughs> yeah, now listen about- to me carefully on this. The truth is, I do not hate anyone. I do not hate anyone. 
I look for grace wherever I can find it. So I say this gently. The Biden administration sucks. <laughs> I like that. You measure it any way you want. COVID, the economy, inflation, the national debt, the border, crime, cancel culture, treating parents like domestic terrorists. Afghanistan, our energy independence, now lost. My God. President Biden has been spectacularly awful. Boom! Hour three coming up. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Oh, boy. It's not going to be too controversial this week. No Gary Coleman, George. No Gary Coleman. This week's troublemaker goes out to no one. Anonymous. I was sent a clip by an anonymous listener. It was an argument for reparations. So me being mean, I'll take the challenge. Why not? What the hell? So, George, play the clip. This is why black American masculine men should be singled out. Meet black ancestor C.R. Patterson. He was the first black-owned automobile manufacturer here in the U.S. and was making black-owned cars and carriages in America long before Henry Ford. After escaping from slavery, Charles Patterson decided to settle in Greenfield, Ohio, around 1862. After his arrival, he worked as a blacksmith for a carriage-building business. He used the knowledge he gained there to form a partnership with another carriage manufacturer. Over the next 20 years, he would work to develop a highly successful carriage building business. In 1893, Patterson bought out his partner's share of the business and then rebranded it as C.R. Patterson & Sons Company. The company built 28 types of horse-drawn vehicles and employed around 10 to 15 individuals. The company managed to successfully market its equine-powered carriages and buggies. When Mr. Charles died in 1910, he left the business to his son Frederick, who in turn initiated the conversion of the company into a full automobile manufacturer. The first car debuted in 1915 and was sold for $800 with a four-cylinder Continental engine. Estimates of Patterson-Greenfield car production vary, but it is almost certain that no more than 150 vehicles were built. Regardless of the number, this would still threaten many whites. To produce more vehicles, Henry Ford would use the brains of another of his black American ancestors, George Washington Carver. Before this, Ford was only able to manufacture one car at a time. Mr. Frederick Patterson died in 1932, but the company remained for some time. The truth is, this is the reason why black American history is heavily censored and why many of our inventions, businesses, and more were sabotaged. If you like what you see, check out our current website, filled with tees and sweatshirts. Since our history has been denied in schools, Morthritz has done what black American ancestors always have done, find a way. Now, like I said, no Gary Coleman, because this is some real stuff. Mm. You know, I I researched it. Mm. It it came up. 
You know, it came up. <laughs> you might get the Gary Coleman. Yeah. You know, about no, <laughs> but, but it came up. So that's why I just want to leave everybody with an open-ended question. I, and I would love for you to engage. And I reserve the right to answer the question after John, whoever else that calls in. Does the car industry, do they owe black people reparations because of this one black gentleman that may have been ripped off? Oh, well, back but in the George day. Washington Carver and Henry Ford both took, and Samuel Colt, all took inspiration from the Springfield Armory and, uh, and their manufacturing processes. So... Well, I, I don't. You, I, you would have to be extremely specific. Well, and even in that case, it would be his descendants. He, right, oh, yeah, I, you want to talk about railroad companies? People. Okay, right. you, took, you, companies you took my answer. Start making massive. Okay, basically, difference. you took you took my answer. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, uh, but but, that's but what I, wait, Valana, that's what that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. How does that? How does that fall to all black? Well, well, I, I, listen, I, w- I wish in this one instance, Phil would call in, but I know exactly what Phil would say because we had a conversation about this at least two years ago. Okay. Yeah, I, now, I, no, I, I don't see how it... Well, I'm, I'm, let, let me explain, because if, if Phil doesn't call in, I'm going to explain it for him. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Ford and other car manufacturers, look at all of the billions of dollars and jobs that these car industries have created. This one black guy, and you never know, he may have franchised or whatever, could have created all of those billions of dollars worth of wealth and many jobs for black people. So this is how it impacted the black community. Quote unquote awful community. big supposition though. So so but and and I think he did he, get he created out of a the lot motor of he created That's a different conversation. He created the motor vehicle. What? Before Ford was ever around. What are you talking about? Well, that's what the history Motor vehicles teaches. were around for forty years before, before Ford. Ford started building anything. And they were and they were invented in Germany. You're talking about his specific design, yeah. In in the United States, or, or engine, it was more engine, right? Right, the engine, but, the... right. Before Ford did anything, you heard what the clip just said. Before right. Ford did anything, he was the first person. So basically, and okay. uh, mass producer, now, he, and mass producer. Did he work for Henry Ford at that point? No, no. That that was another guy. The the other guy uh, so worked a, for Henry Ford, not him. So that that's a differentiation to make right there. Yep. Is did was there any right um, to use his work? Right. So if like, he worked, for my him. grandfather was an El- uh, engineer at Delco uh, way way back, thirties and forties, and he he invented a couple of things that he probably could have gotten patented had he not worked for them. Right. It be long. It be it becomes part of. The I'm pretty property. sure he got right. it patented. I'm pretty sure he got it patented. Now, I mean, I know, I know George Russian Carver was screwed out of a few of his patents. Yeah. I'm pretty. I'm talking about the other guy. I'm talking about ones. the guy. The guy that the clip is talking about. I'm pretty sure he had his idea patented. But we, you know how it was back then. Oh, yeah. here, here we all go. Right. So I hope I didn't take all your words, Phil. All right, here we go, Phil. What's up, brother? No, I think you're doing. Uh, hey, John, what's happening? I think I think Berline is doing a pretty good job on this one. <laughs> but, but I think it's too, too small of a sample because if you were to imagine, um, um, just for example, uh, this whole America getting free labor for just, let's uh, say, 20 years, and then just think of the money that was made during that, and then they expanded into 300 years of free labor. And and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, America is like one of the uh, well, the richest. And this is a quote: "These the richest country in in the world." And it, it, it's not by chance. It's not by luck. 
but it's by the free labor of Africans that were enslaved here in America. And with the patents and with the inventions and with the other things that blacks contributed to uh, industrialize this, this country and, and sciences and, and so forth and so on, that's where when you think about, well, again, being that this, the United States is the most richest country in the world, and the only reason that that is mostly is because of, of, of free labor of, of Africans that were in America. I repeat myself, forgive me. <laughs> um, so that's why I believe that uh, uh, reparations are due. And if you're a fair-minded person, you would, you would, you, 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 you know, it would be plain to see. So that, you set the ground uh, rules uh, of what fair-minded is, right? Oh, yeah, fair-minded person might see more than one reason why. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Now, now, Phil, you, you know me. You know where I stand on reparations. I'm, I'm not a fan of reparations at all, what? at all, because who pays for that? Us. We pay for that. We're gonna but pay again, for that. And if America, if America is the richest country in the world, who's thirty-three trillion in debt? And only because of, of, of okay, I mean, y'all, y'all, you always, you, buy, you pay for wars, you pay for an aid, you're paying for all of these immigrants coming into the United States. I'm not for that when either. It to black Ameri- when it comes to black Americans, all of a sudden, oh, it's dead. Or all no, of a sudden, I'm, I'm not for that either. You. I'm totally against no, what's no. happening. Look, 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 look what's happening. Hold on. Look what's happening in Chicago. Do you know they, they have, there's a debt, there's a debt problem they have as far as um, coming up with their budget. And most of it is from um, the illegal immigrants situation that's happening. Uh, get, you know how you solve that? Uh, I'm I'm sure it's cheaper to put them on a plane and send them back to their country of origin. And these aren't just then to put them up in hotels. Then yeah. to put them up in hotels, give them three hundred dollars. Who's giving them? Somebody's giving three hundred dollars a week. Or Don't a, forget about the cost of bureaucracy for processing. Yes. And, yes. Which is I, okay. Fair enough. If somebody asks for asylum in a proper venue, then okay, yeah, you're going to pay for that anyway. But. Yeah, but 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 look at the people that are coming over. They, these are fighting aged men predominantly. Can I can I say something to this idea of the only reason that? Well, like first of all, a lot of the value. Um, that was skimmed and stolen from from African Americans in slavery was destroyed during the Civil War. Like that, that was inherent to the South, and it was gone afterward. Um, and the one real exception to that is railroads. And no one has ever attempted to really go after. There have been some lawsuits in that, but nobody has really attempted to go after companies like Burlington or, or yeah. Union Pacific. And they're the ones who like directly benefit. They're still running on the same tracks. Right. Uh, in a lot of southern states and, and western states that were built with slave labor. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, there's, there's and sort prison, of And prison there. labor. <laughs> well, prison labor, and then and essentially, you know, what you, uh, on a wage basis, almost slave labor with a lot of Chinese workers yeah. who are being paid, like, less than enough to eat. Yeah. Hey, um, hey, Phil, hold the line. I'll give you some uh, more time when we come back from the break. Is that all right? Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, just, I'm just not a big fan of, of, of reparations and, and, and I mean how do you what happens to people like you George who have some um, bl- uh, African blood in you uh, well I, do I have African blood <laughs> yeah. I got I haven't friends done the 23 I got anything. friends that are white I mean is it like you are with you yeah they have I mean what happens to, I mean how, how do you I mean how, this process will become arduous and long and, and a very costly one we'll be right back Now return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Ooh, 
I do like I do like his voice. I do. Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony. I am his co-host, Verlon Galloway, the troublemaker. And we were on the phone with Phil from Blue Island. And uh, Phil, we took up a lot of the time. So go right back at it. No, it, it, it's, I'm actually appreciating the conversation, actually, um, the give and take. And, and I think that's what's um, important. Um, but again, we need to stay focused on the fact that America is the richest country in the world. And I was going to say solely because of free labor for three, four hundred years, you know. And, and again, if you want to, you want to, um, uh, you know, change the conversation or not really deal with that seriously, because, again, this wouldn't be the first uh, instance or, or situation or number of situations where black feelings or concerns or wants and needs have been uh, dismissed. Basically, like it's been in this conversation, you know, I don't want to talk about what the uh, immigration issue or the tax issue or the debt issue. Everything supersedes what black people want and need. And, and, and again, we wouldn't be the richest in the world if it wasn't for that labor. Well, I can't disagree with that. I mean, um. <laughs> I'm well, hit, well, I'm, well, I mean, I, I can. In, in some you can, you I can, think, you can disagree with that. I think George made some very, very valid points during the break. It's not. I mean, why are we the richest? What, George? Uh, we we didn't win two wars. We didn't. Well, the current status of of richest country in the world is is largely because we've had a navy which can control global trade for the last thirty years. Um, without that, because you know, fortunes change quite quickly. You could be the most powerful world, and we might be showing the world that you could be the most uh, the richest country in the world and throw it all away because yeah. we seem to be in the process of well, doing well, that. Well, you, anyway. you know exactly what? You know what? You know, I, I have a bug up my wazoo when it comes to that war stuff because whatever <laughs> whatever money that they get from these war profiteers get from all of these wars we've we've had for all of these decades, it's always off the books. The Iraq War, we don't know well, how much the, money. Well, well, no, no, hold on for a minute. We don't know how much money uh, Bush and whoever else got right. from the Iraq War, from right. from from uh, uh, Afghanistan. Uh, all we know is we the trillions. Of, all we know things. is the right. trillions right. of dollars that we spent on those wars. We don't know what we received from these wars. So I, I don't well, want to hear anything well, about. Well, friends, I don't want to hear anything That's about the money that we make from war profiteering. I'm not talking about money that we make from war profiteering. That's not okay. what was said. I'm talking about stable trade for 80 years on a global scale is why we're the largest because we've we've been the one with the navy to enable that if the chinese had come out of world war ii with the as the ones with the navy to be able to enable global trade they would be trouncing us okay at this point Same what about Europe. all the money we made before we start warring with other countries That's what phil, well what what phil is talking about, about what's going on right now no, no, no wait a minute because how did we get to be rich we're the most wretched we're the richest country in the world and the reason we're the richest country in the world right now has nothing to do with anything that happened prior to 1940 we had to get money to be able to buy what we got now we we we, we yeah. got to be rich yeah. from 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 what we did before you know we for, first we, you're not yes. arguing the point yeah. that I'm, go ahead well, phil go, go ahead phil no, no, please don't let them distract you because that's what they do <laughs> yeah there's pesky facts they minimize they disregard if you don't think 
the in the early well, well even talking about uh, um, uh, 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 eight, what is it 1865 or whatever uh, 1886 when we were emancipated supposedly and all of that free labor that went into building these militaries that went into building the 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 weapons and and everything that that goes along with that and then all of the 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 um, uh, 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 holding um, uh, certain uh, certain people. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, 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 As second class citizens. After, <laughs> no, after after um, emancipation, then they sent us uh, through the Jim Crow era. And oh, come on. Hey, so, Phil, I got then, a question. Phil, I got a question then, for you. I got a question. But don't, don't don't real quick. But don't don't disregard all of the blacks that fought in all of these wars. Yeah, I got a question for you. No, um, they raise a great point on on the YouTube feed. Why isn't Africa, lead, the continent of Africa, leading the world in riches? Why do you think so? Why do you think that? Well, just look at the colonization that took place in just just well, let me make it simple. Just look at uh, South Africa. It wasn't uh, what twenty something years ago when South Africa fought for. Freedom from apartheid. Oh, no, that's more than twenty years it. ago. Okay, I'll just say it was thirty years ago. Yeah. It wasn't that long. Yeah, I think yeah, it, was it wasn't that 30. much longer. It, it was nineties. Yeah, like what? Uh, twenty-five, maybe twenty-five, thirty. Okay, so I'm just saying. My point is, is that just think if that happened. I mean, just uh, I think it's thing that's uh, called the Berlin Conference when a bunch of Europeans got together. Uh, you, you know, you know, obviously, I don't need to name the European countries, and they got up and they looked at that map of Africa and they split it up amongst themselves right so and then they took the riches out of it and they never developed any country in africa right and that's why africa looks the way it looks now but look at france look at all these other these france is having a problem now well with niger taking the i think it's cobalt or some other type of material and they raised the price on them they're actually kicking france out of niger so there's a lot of things that's happening in africa um, uh, right now, where Africans are waking up. I'm sorry, y'all don't like to use yeah. the word the woke word, but Africans are no, waking up. No, we say waking no, up. That's accurate in this yeah, case. That's, that's accurate. Yeah, a horrific colonial yeah. past. I agree with you there. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely agree with you there, Phil. I mean, when you think about no, all the, all the all, wait, when you think about all the, the the natural minerals, I mean the diamonds, I mean the cobalt. I mean Africa is rich in it, you know. And you know who's their new daddy? China. China is then China and Russia are their new daddy. Their new daddies. That's what's happening. Well, if you look at, real quick, if you look at Russia, Russia was never a enslaver compared well, to well, the rest. What? Huh? Wait, Russia what? never enslaved Africans. Right. The same thing I said a, a while back okay. about Germany. Germany never enslaved Africans. <laughs> Guys, where did you guys hear this so, from? Slavery exists the point, the point. in almost every country. Slavery uh, still exists, even to this Russia, day. Slavery still exists Russia in America. Was- Slavery exists in Russia. Human trafficking is what we're talking about. He's right in the sense that Russians didn't systematically enslave Africans because they were busy systematically enslaving Central Asians and Mongolians. Yeah, but that's a loosely that's a loosely used term. Slavery. We talking right now. We talking about people. What disadvantaged people was available to them. I understand, but right now Phil's point is who took advantage of black people. Black people. You That's just Africans. specifically that. African. Whatever. Whatever. In Africa as a whole, yeah. Africa as a whole. Europe. Look how rich France is. Look at look at how these white European countries. Look how rich they are. How do you think they got that way? They how do you rich think America no got rich? 
No, no, no. But again, a lot of them in, in, employed, not employed, that's, that's the wrong forced, word. Forced labor. Most of them took advantage, forced people, black Africans, into slavery. Yeah. And they, and then, then they didn't even do that. Along they with the Jewish people, that. along with the Irish people, along with this, I mean, it wasn't just, you know, th- this is my point about slavery. Yeah, we well, just, be careful, be careful. Why? Be careful, no, man. I'm not, I don't, I don't give a damn. I'm not going to be careful for nothing. Yeah, no. We don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't do careful here. <laughs> we don't do careful on this show, Phil. You've listened long enough to know I don't do careful. You've been um, on the show. Okay, but you know, you, you don't got the complexion for the connection. So you I, don't need the com- I don't need the complexion, baby. I don't need the complexion. Okay, all right. I, gotta, right. I, gotta, I just want you to be careful now. That's why you got to meet my mother one day. You'll see. <laughs> makes a lot of great points. And, and the, the problem is, okay, when did that slavery happen? And then when was that wealth created? Correct. Because a lot of the time, and it's not about, you know, was it built on the, um, everything was built on the foundations of what came previously. The problem with, especially with Europe, is that for hundreds of years, every 30 or 40 years, they tended to completely destroy each other and have to rebuild. Um, and so, you know, putting an origination on that's kind of tough. Yeah. All right, Phil. Thank you so much, brother. It's always good talking with you. I know a lot of people, t- I told you on the boat, a lot of people say, why do you still talk with Phil? Because we have good, lively conversations. That's why, you know, um, it's all about, it's all, it's what it's about, man. And you got your shirt. Bring us to an understanding. And you finally oh, yeah, got, got your shirt. shirt now. <laughs> I got to come, I got to come on so you can show me, you know, with all the right. shirt on, on, you know. Why are you doing the program? You know what I'm saying? Why are you <laughs> X me out of the coming to the studio? I don't know. Uh, I did bring the gun show. Who's the, who's the guy you got? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? That's off that? daddy. That's off daddy. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, that's off that. Oh yeah, man. I'm gonna have the gun show oil ready for you when you come coming <laughs> up. Man, man, you almost sound reasonably fair today. Damn, how did that happen? Off daddy's so always reasonable. <laughs> Thanks to what? Phil from Blue Island. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Villa. Well, we have to talk, man. Well, you know, we me. said we said that at the boat ride when uh, it was a couple of people hanging out with us, and we were talking before they caught their Uber. We have to still talk, otherwise, you don't get anywhere if you don't talk. Everybody's going to stay in their uh, perspective corners, right? But I, I think slavery is not just a, ch- uh, a choke around the neck, neither. It's economical too, because you know I was told that there's uh, environmental racism too. Oh, whatever that is. We'll be right back. <laughs> This show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. But before we went to break, I was talking about uh, we couldn't play the audio. Uh, there was a kid that posed a question about how blacks are affected by environmental racism. Environmental racism. You one up me because I said environmental violence last time we were on. Yeah, the radio. but now there's and he this, asked this question of Vice President Kamala Harris, and she went on about a goobity gog type of answer. You know, you know Shocking. how she does, she laugh and him and then ha. <laughs> yeah, she didn't really answer the question though. Um, but it got me thinking: how many more forms of injustice or racisms are there? Because it's hard to keep up. With with this new all these new words and, and and phrases that they come up with. Have you ever first, been cut off in traffic? Yes. It's vehicular racism. Yeah, oh okay. First, you especially gonna, the cars, right? You're gonna have oh, to never mind the car. I'm that's the guy who built it. That's road rage. 
But you will, you no, are going to say you George, you're giving them new things to come up with. I'm sorry, Vilan. You're oh, going to have to come up with this stuff. I guarantee there's a brainstorming session, which, um, you know, I, would, I wouldn't even feel creative. Do you really call it a brainstorm session? Yeah, they do. I, I guarantee you they do. Uh, okay. You're going to have to explain the definition of environmental oh, Okay, racism. so it says, this is, I, I just looked it up. There's an article on National Resources Defense Council, NRDC.org. But Wikipedia says, environmental racism is a type of inequality where people in communities of color and other low-income communities face a disproportionate risk of exposure to pollution and related health conditions. No, that's environmental. That's environmental the violence. Political that's structure? environmental racism. Within ah, the you same can't, political structure or within a separate one? You, that, 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 oh, you know what? Let me open because up the if article. It's Chinese, if, if the ethnic group is Chinese, they have their own government, <laughs> which is responsible for their so environmental... So Flint, Flint, Michigan is a, is, a, is a form of environmental racism because of the water. No. I'm, I'm telling you. you but it have, wouldn't you, be environmental cannot, racism. No, hold on, hold on. Hold you, on. You, you cannot have... The same definition for two different phrases. Who did you ask? <laughs> I'm right now. I'm looking at the NRDC.org um, website about right. environmental justice. And right. One, one of the, and that's another one. Right. See, that's <laughs> that's another one. <laughs> that's my point, man. They gonna keep coming up with you these phrases. You cannot have the same definition for three different phrases. Well, who says you can't? They said they can. <laughs> you gotta ask Brian, somebody. Usually, else. so concerned with what they think. Right. No, not right now. Not right now. No, not not that's stupidity. See, see, when you borderline stupidity or cross the border, I'm done. Okay, Valan. So listen to this. Why does environmental racism exist? It's a form of systemic racism. This is an article from NRDC.org. Uh, um, what environmental racism is? It says, and it exists largely because of policies and practices that have historically and to this day favored the health well-being, and consumer choices of white communities over those of non-white, low-income communities. Blonde, uh, riddle me this, Batman. Oh, God. Who controls most of these cities, who's been in power in most of these cities for decades upon decades, so has these black elected officials created environmental racism against their own people? I would say yes, because Democrats have been running these cities. And states for some in some in some, in some regards. I think it's actually simpler than that. Well, yeah, please do tell. Well, I, you know, they said the quiet part out loud. It's low income. Low income. Oh. So if you if you know, it doesn't matter what color the people were, if you can't afford to sort of force your opinion into representation by lobbying and everything else, people who have more income are going to have to tolerate less injustice. Yeah. Simply because they can afford to affect their own lives, so and that is, doesn't make it right. But it's mm. that's that's the cause. So is that why uh, they said people of color instead of um, def- well, and um, if, kneeling down to a specific race? If it's income as opposed to color, then it's not environmental racism. It's just environmental injustice. George, George people are way too wait, used wait, wait, to wait. Environmental, environmental injustice. Environmental injustice that is exists. the is the is the Talk umbrella. To but environmental justice is the is the umbrella for everything else to fall under. Though. No, that's only if you subscribe to all of that nonsense. I'm just, I'm just telling you what it is. You all me. are going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I told you my rabbit hole there has rabbit an, holes. Uh, environmental injustice. I mean, you could you could argue we have a legal treaty with the uh, with the Lakota tribe that oh they own all of that land in in the Dakotas and that's that's where we decided to carve 
Mount Rushmore. Does that mean you should erase Mount Rushmore? No. But is, was that an environmental injustice? Yeah, objectively, yes. George, who are you? I still love it. Who are you asking? Dude, are you what, is, what's, what is with you, this, this pronunciation? Did you, didn't, you didn't hear my baby KJP on TV? What? Oh, Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. The way she pronounces ask. She says ask. Asking. That's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Not ask. Ask. I feel like. Oh, for Lana, one of those kids mm, who mm, sees something oh as a joke Y'all on TV us. and then why did you why did you ask me why did you ask me where did I hear that from <laughs> because my baby once I start thinking about my baby KJP it's like <laughs> we gave you we gave you the benefit of the doubt that you had not conceived the absurdity yourself <laughs> and that you had heard it somewhere else once so, I heard it once I heard it from her I knew that was the right way to say you, it you need you need you you may need to get your head checked bro Mm-mm. I'm, I'm serious I'm not asking anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget Joe Biden is a professor who's taught who taught four years at Pennsylvania too. You know, let's add that to his repertoire. <laughs> we'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey, that's right. Black and right continues on AM five sixty. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. Hey, I just want to, I, I forgot to mention this. So Facebook has, is paying me now. I, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, so um, the, the more you like, share, comment on my feed, uh, they're paying me. I thought that you had to get to a certain amount of yeah, followers. I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm at 14,000 followers. Oh, you there. You passed 10,000. Hey! Past I'm at 11,000. I like how shocked Verlon is at that. I think you should take offense. Yeah, to I know. Time. No, no. What I'm saying is, man, you haven't said anything. That's, that's I'm at cool. 11,000 on TikTok. Oh, man. Once you, just, get, to, once you, said so. once you get to 10,000 on YouTube, you're going to be all right. Well, we had to start over on YouTube. Though. I know, yeah. I know. Unfortunately, yeah. Can we? Can we? Should I file a lawsuit against that? No, they, it's already been tried. Good luck. Can't no. do it. Well, now that we know that these, that the government was in on the fix, maybe. So, well, I mean, you'd have to get through a lot of. It's a violation of my First Amendment, right? Standing with that. Well, so I manage a lot of stuff for a lot of people, and one of the YouTube accounts that I'm responsible for, you know, sort of editing videos and putting up for them. Um, it gets demonetized regularly because yeah. it deals with war footage. Oh. And so they, they you know, which is a known commodity to them, they make their money through Patreon and whatever. And they pay me, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but they, you know, one of the problems with that is that YouTube will say, okay, you're demonetized. And you go, okay, well, I want a, I want a individual review of this. And it takes eight seconds. Yeah. So you reviewed a 31-minute video in eight seconds? No. Sure you did. Yeah. Um, so I think if there is going to be lawsuits uh, you know, on that level, it's probably going to be simply that YouTube didn't follow their own policies or their own stated but George, procedures. If we, if it's been pro- if, it, if it can be proven that the government colluded with a private company to violate my First Amendment right. I think the litigious, the, the liability there would be, you know, you could sue those government actors. Yeah. Yeah. But probably not the, you know, uh, it's it's hard to sue a private company for complying with the government. Tell them no. Go get, well, go get yes, a court order. No, no, I'm not saying it's hard to not comply. I'm yeah. saying it's hard to sue Force someone. me to do it. Unlike the gun safe company. 
Right. That gave out the oh, man's yeah, liberty. Yeah, that gave out the man's um, code to his well, gun safe. It's worse than that. Uh, through that, we find out there are universal codes. They gave them a universal code, yeah. which likely will work in all of that model. So, so, so if they find, uh, if they do a yes, if they do a search warrant in your house and you have that same model, they already have the combination more have. than likely. And there's no, and you cannot change that. That's I'm sure you could if you somehow. Got into got into the the code the source code inside whatever the the logic mechanism. But yeah, good luck unless wow. you have a computer engineering degree. Ouch. Nick from Northwest Side, welcome to Black and Right. What's up, Nick? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I I listen to you guys by the way regularly. Just on Saturdays, run tiny little errands, and I'm in a bus, out of the bus, uh, in noisy stores. If I can even receive the signal. But anyhow, uh, who did that British accent with the word "ask"? Villain. Oh, oh, that was mine. Oh, I figured it had to be Villain. <laughs> ask him to say, "Yeah, thank you." Ask him to say Twitter with a British accent. What the? I don't think he was using a British accent. He was just being a jackass. It should be, it should be like Twitter. 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 And, and uh, uh, I'm so excited now, I don't know how to express my feelings, and I think I better not. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nick. I love it, brother. Oh, my God. We have some of the best listeners, man. I'm telling you. I, I know would... we don't really have time to touch on touch uh, on it in this segment, but maybe between now and the next segment, we will. Safety Act is here, baby. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, upon us. Unfortunately. Hey, listen, man. I haven't heard anything different, bad, whatever. So they, uh, so, so, they you know, gutted some of the really bad stuff because there was public light. You know, there was light shed on it. I'm um, talking about. But a lot of it is still. And, and you know who doesn't get take, enough credit it's for that? It's going to take time to see the effects of no cash bail. You know who doesn't get enough credit for that? What? Dan Proft. Um, Bob Berlin. Yeah. He does not get enough credit yep. for how for what he did. I mean, he single handedly stood up. They brought him in to yeah. help fix that. You know why? Because he's one of the most trusted state's attorneys that serves in the state of Illinois. I know yep. there's a lot of people that take umbrage with him, have issues with him, but I've worked with the man. I worked he, with him for he three did years. What he could. That's right. Yep. That's right. He 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 did not have the power to change everything, but he came in and they listened to him. That's why Barbara Lynn is one of the best state's attorneys in the entire state of Illinois. And I got to think a lot of his approach was simply like, you're going to lose this in court. You're going to lose about this in court. You're going to, you know, a lot of it was probably just simple pragmatism yeah. and pragmatism and Democrats don't work. Yeah. Um, they're, they're like oil and water. I saw, I saw him recently at Gibson and I, and I, I gave him his flowers, man. And I told him, there you, you know, you're one of the best state's attorneys we, we, we've, we've ever had in here in the state of Illinois. And I believe that. You know, so well, you I, don't, if you don't disagree he until he's not. That's right. That's well, how Illinois goes. Well, I still want to see how the judges rule. I want to see how the judges do their jobs. I know how you all feel about Democrat judges. I don't judge any judge, no matter Democrat or Republican or prosecutor, whether Democrat or Republican. I want to see how they rule. If they're just going to willy nilly let people back out on the street or if they're going to remand people. Hey, I, I need to see really the quick, results really quickly. Did you hear the view? Listen to what the, how the view feels oh, about geez. young Republicans. Um, this business about the aging that keeps coming up and talking about the young generation. The young generation of Republicans are dumb. Mm. <laughs> well, You've got, that, 
said you've got that Vivek Ramaswamy. You've got Marjorie Taylor Greene. You've got, oh, wait a second, Lauren Bubblehead, Matt Gates. You have all these people who went along with the insurrection, who believe that Trump won. Oh, Marjorie's out there. Oh, Trump won by a landslide. They're liars. And they are the new generation of the Republican Party. Do you want that? So so the new new generation of, of Republicans is dumb. Look who's talking. Uh. Look who's talking. Yeah. Anybody that will give her more than five seconds of their day is dumb. Uh, we'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony. This is Verlon Galloway, his co-host. And we had a, we had a ball today. I lost the bet. Can't wait to go to Gibson's with Lincoln. Hopefully I can pick up a check. And we're gonna have a good old time, man. We're gonna we're gonna have two big plates of steak and whatever else. I don't know what I'm gonna order. Last time I went to Gibson's, it was a long time ago. So, John, how are we gonna take them out? It's on me. I want some good thoughts. I want some good thoughts. Just no KGP. No, no, no I, I don't or see KJP. You, you're gonna make me black out if I think about oh, my baby. God. I mean, she's just a piece of chocolate. You need Ooh, help, some sweet chocolate. No, but I want some good thoughts. What are we going to do for the future? This year is almost over. Yeah. What's your New Year's resolution? What uh, are, what mine? Are we, yeah, what's yours? Mm. I don't know. Stock ammo. I been, yeah, stock ammo, right. For real. Um, Spend more time with my family. Of course. My, my kids and wife. Of course. Spend more time. Yeah, but what what about the fight? Because next year, it's going to be a fight. Oh, I've, I've already uh, called to, to talk about how I can get to Iowa and go to the caucus uh, for Trump. Oh, okay. I'm, 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 dude, I'm all hands on deck for me. Well, I got to make some phone calls. I got to see who's running for what and who I want to fight for, who I'm willing to fight for. I, I, I think this year is going to be make or break for the United States of America. I agree. Make or break. You know, I, I've, I've been, uh, I, I'm not going to say much, but I've been doing a ton of stuff behind the scenes. Um, for candidates, things of that nature, I won't say what, say who or what, but I have for the last six months, I've been quietly doing it. But um, we we we're at war, folks. We're at war. If you don't know it, you better wake up. You better wake up because you're gonna wake up, and we're gonna be that generation that Ronald Reagan talked about. Yep. You know, and you better. This isn't a hot war. You better be prepared to fight with your mind. That's right. That's and it. With your words and and you know. Clearly, articulation of, that's of what, the facts. That's the war you're losing right now. That's right. Don't uh-huh. don't turn a blind eye. Don't put your head in the sand. Don't retract in, in your shell like a turtle. Be vigilant. Yeah. Be aware. Because hey, Sean says something that's right. They can't steal it. Yeah. But Mike Gallagher says something that's right too. They can't steal it if we come out in abundance. But but George has hit on something that's oh my god that, that's profound. The fight. You gotta use your mind. That's where the that's where the true fight is because they're gonna make you think you're crazy. They're gonna make you think you are insane. They're gonna make you think all these type of things. To, the yep. battlefield of the mind. The battle is in the mind. Just stay on task. Stay on task. Be be willing to to to, to give your time, your resources. Get out there. Get behind candidates. Get behind the grassroots. And 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 the only way we change. Only way we change. We have to win. We have no seats at the table. The only way we get seats at the table is by winning. You haven't even covered the hardest part. What's that? You have to suppress your emotion and yes. talk rationally with the people who don't 
agree with you right. in an effort to persuade them. Stop trying to beat them in an argument and start trying to persuade them with logic and with, you know, right. heartfelt, you know, show them that you mean what you say. Right. And that you understand what you say. Right. That'll go a long way. Like, the, like the campaign wasn't stolen. I mean, the, the election wasn't stolen. Stop using different words. Well, Use their game against them. I'm sorry. Bro. Okay. Please. I would just ignore the last election and talk about the problems with, you know, That's stay true. on task. The problems well, that the government has now. Okay. We, we, oh, we don't have to use the word stolen or rigged. You got to understand that they are willing to play dirty. Okay. So we have to come out in mass numbers like our lives depend on it. Yeah. And vote. Don't don't sit it out. Don't yeah. make them think Trump is the worst thing ever and Biden, he's bad, but, you know, whatever, lesser of two evils. No. Put your big boy pants on. Put your big girl pants on. Come out and vote like this is the last election ever. That's right. well, these are status Democrats. The election wasn't stolen. It was reappropriated. That's right. Oh, hey, hey come guys, on. guys, mark my words on this. This will not age well. I'm telling you, I mark this day. What's this? November? I mean, September 16th. This audio clip will not age well. See you next week. Listen. Will the president pardon or commute his son uh, if he's convicted? So I've answered this question before. It was asked of me not too long ago, a couple of weeks ago, and I was very clear and I said no. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.